3: Well, hello, America and beyond the Fruited Plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. It is your source for common sense, conservative values, Monday through Friday, 15 busy hours. We try to give you our best. We give you all of the sources. We tell you to double check us, to fact check, to make your own decisions. But more than anything, we just invite you to keep coming back day after day. This is a very interesting time in this country. I mean, we are we are witnessing our own personal revolution. As I think so much is coming out into the open, and it has to, and it makes you feel almost dizzy. But it's, it's a good thing. It is a good thing because we know that the corrupt people out there, and there are so many, are completely terrified. And they know the only way they can stay in power is to lie, to cheat, to steal, to propagandize. And their audience is shrinking because nobody's listening anymore. Like I said, it is a great day to be an American, and we're going to walk you through a busy, busy uh, three hours today. If you are new, Wendy Bell Radio Network app, join us in the video. We're also on the radio. We're on Newsmax TV as well. No matter where you watch or listen, we're just glad you're here. Welcome home. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all amen when I was a little girl my mom and dad decided that uh, I should try out for the local community um, softball team (laughs) I was probably 10 and I wasn't even remotely coordinated but there was a flyer that went around school and it came home in my backpack and my folks talked about it and they were like absolutely it's the one thing my sister who was older than I was did not do she seemed to be naturally gifted at most everything she did. I had to kind of work harder at it, especially when it came to coordination. i uh was very uh long and gangly and not terribly coordinated <laughs> so needless to say, my dad went out in the yard with me and he took me and took a bag of of tennis balls they were, and we went up to the local elementary school and he would just throw balls at me, and I would try to hit them, and I did okay. I was fine. I tried out. And if you've ever had a child or you're a product of the 70s or the 80s, I don't know if they do it like this anymore, probably so, where they kind of have a, a ranking on your ability. Everybody's gone out. You've had the the fielding, the pitching, the batting, expose. They rank you in some numeric fashion. And then you're picked in some lottery to, to make certain that the, the teams can be as even skill-wise as possible. Well, I can tell you without equivocation, I was the last one picked. And it was the situation where I knew I was the last one picked. I was terrible, right? Now, of course, as it would go, I would work hard every single year. And I would get more and more interested, much to my parents' dismay, because I enjoyed the game. And I got better to the point where I was never a star player. But I certainly wasn't in the lower echelon of being picked. The Gold Dusters. Can't you see me as a Gold Duster? Oh, yeah. And I was thinking about that this morning while I was considering this this phenomenon at our border and how does softball from the 70s relate to that. What if everything that's going on at the southern border, which was scripted on day one? I want to remind you that on day number one of Joe Biden's presidency, January 20th, 2021, he signed seven executive orders. That had something to do with the border. One of them was a requirement. It's basically a requirement for non-citizens to be included in our census. And the apportionment of our congressional representatives. Now why would somebody on day number one. You'd think oh my gosh. This is it. I've been a career politician. I've been number two. Uh, I've, I've done all of these things. This is the ultimate In my life, why would you, on day number one, sign an executive order allowing the census to involve illegal immigrants in this country? Because you were up to something well before that inauguration. Not Joe Biden, but Barack Obama. Remember when he said he was going to fundamentally transform this country? That was the very beginning of his presidency in 2009, it would be. This is exactly what he meant. And I was thinking about this as I remember being the the last one selected on the gold dusters. They're trying to rig all of these voting districts so that they can, in fact, turn a state like Texas blue. This is the overarching goal of this Administration. And it was the overarching plan of Barack Obama's presidency to open up these floodgates so that the electorate can be determined by people who want to remain in charge. In fact, it's such a serious topic that I found this this morning when a gentleman from, I believe, Arizona sent me an email and he said, Wendy, did you see this? Fox News is covering this story. Illegal immigration could have a major impact on the House seats and the Electoral College. And I sat down and I started reading it and I thought to myself, how could I be so stupid? This isn't about getting illegal aliens right now. The ability to vote, that would take a lot. There are a lot of machinations that are needed for that to happen. But if you can redraw districts, if you can settle in particular zip codes, in, suspe- in specific areas, areas where migrants are going to locate, you can completely swing the balance of the House of Representatives. Think about that. There is nothing that these people do that is random. There is no emergency action, no executive order, no nothing that just is good for us. It's all part of this scheme, this overarching fabric, this tapestry of fraud. And when you sniff onto it. They have the requisite excuses in the back pocket. Well, if you're not for this, if you're going to exclude these people from being counted in our census, which they should be. I mean, think biblically, where were they all going? They were going to be counted. This is the ultimate. If you say these people are not allowed to be in our census, what's the, the natural excuse? You're a racist you're a nationalist you are an extremist you are a MAGA enthusiast you are a threat to our how dare you exclude all of this is what it's all about it's not about the voting they can't make that happen fast enough they're playing the long game They already know they've lost to Donald Trump in 2024. They knew they lost to Donald Trump in 2024 the minute they started down the whole Russia collusion nonsense. All of this was an insurance policy to protect them from their real, real fraud. We've been interfering in government elections all over the world. We have created wars all over the world. Think about weapons of mass destruction, George Bush, and that whole debacle. Vladimir Putin is exactly right. It doesn't matter who has been in the White House. It's who controls the White House. And until Donald Trump, it was the same people. Isn't this why when asked And this video is now all over social media. Some reporter, I believe, sitting down with Vladimir Putin and saying, who would you prefer to win in America? Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Vladimir Putin says Joe Biden because he is a predictable politician. You know his moves. That's not the case with Donald Trump. Isn't it so funny that this whole notion of collusion, which was manufactured as a wrap up smear, is the biggest deceit in, I believe, American political history, all predicated on garbage because they knew Donald Trump wasn't going to be down with all of the crap they've been pulling behind our backs for years. That is exciting. So, as I was thinking about stupid softball being picked last on the gold dusters, this is what they want. They want to rig the teams. They want to choose the borders, move people into the districts that need a little boost. And they've been working on this for years. Years. They couldn't get it done in Barack Obama's second presidency so they're doing it now in his third and you and i are living proof of that our awareness so coming up on the show today we're going to walk through multiple issues you hear about these allegations pants on fire russia wants to use nuclear weapons in space against us what do you believe this let's go there next on the wendy bell radio network I know I'm not alone when I say this, that I believe nothing anymore. I I don't believe anything I hear, I read, nothing. And it makes me angry. And then it makes me feel ashamed that I did not question more sooner. That I didn't look at this idea of this mass influx of humanity and go beyond the obvious idea that, oh, they clearly want them to win Democrat votes. And so they're presuming that by opening all the doors to these folks and giving them all these freebies, that they'll be more inclined to vote Democrat. But six or seven million, if you presume every single person who comes across our border is a an automatic Democrat voter, that's not going to be enough for them. And I'm, I feel stupid that I didn't see it. You know, and, I, and I'm angry as I hear these reports yesterday. It's, it's so curious, right? Right on the heels of Tucker's sit-down interview with, with Putin, where Putin comes off as completely opposite of everything we've been told. He's evil, he's a dictator, he's a tyrant, he's a this, he's a that. And then you just listen to him and you're like, all right, well, he, he may be. I'm not getting that vibe right now. I can only listen to what he says and take it for what it's worth, right? So on the heels of that, because Democrats need, the Uniparty needs a nemesis, there's a story that's being floated out in, in our Congress and in the intelligence community that Russia has this plan now to, to put nuclear weapons in space, ostensibly I've heard, to take down our satellites. What? What, what the heck is that? And now, right off the heels of his elevation into a higher role of suck in the administration, um, Joe Biden's National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, is now rushing to Congress to brief everybody about what's going on. And it just all smells rotten, doesn't it? So I can't tell you one way or another what's going on. I guarantee you what they're telling us isn't the case. And our experience of the last several years... Teaches us to be highly suspicious. Lest we be screwed. I don't know about you guys. I'm tired of getting screwed. Period. So this is interesting. It's not interesting. It's scary. Because propaganda works. It's very effective. Manipulating people is very effective. We've all been manipulated. And we've all manipulated other people. But this is a curious headline from Breitbart today. 78%... Of Democrats want Trump removed from the ballot. That is a staggering, staggering number. More than three out of four Democrats polled. And it's not a huge sample size. This isn't like a phone survey of a million people. It's like, what, 800 people or something? 880 likely voters. This is what they were asked. Oops, sorry, I just bunked that. 78% of Democrats approve of states removing Donald Trump from the 2024 ballot. A Rasmussen Report survey of 880 likely voters revealed among all likely voters, so not just Democrats, but independents and Republicans too, 50% strongly or somewhat strongly disapprove of removing Trump from the ballot half when you put in the Republicans and the independents say no way that's totally ridiculous you can't take somebody's name off the ballot but if you carve those voters out and you talk only the Democrats 78 percent say oh yeah absolutely what that is a remarkable disconnect that is a a remarkable pass go and and do not collect your 200 bucks On the flip side, 47 percent strongly or somewhat strongly approve of state officials removing Trump from the ballot. That's of all parties. Uh, I wonder if people, when they're asked that question, are you able to separate whatever you think you know about Donald Trump and instead look factually at where we are today after three years of Joe Biden and after 11 years of Barack Obama versus where we were after 4 years of Donald Trump and and you're willing to bypass that financial reality About where we were as an economy, about how we felt individually, how we were in our safety and security, how we believed our children were, our optimism about the future of this country vis-a-vis where we are today. And 78% of Democrats think it's perfectly reasonable for states to say, you know what, I don't like that guy. He's not been found guilty of insurrection, which is a predicate to being eliminated from the ballot. But we're going to skip that anyway because we don't like him. Screw him. 78 percent think that that's okay because a tit for tat is going to be of tragic consequence for these united states can you imagine what the end game could be anybody with any le- legal person behind them could could file some kind of a lawsuit challenging The not just electability, but the ability of any individual out there to run for office. And 78% of Democrats think that is A-OK. Rasmussen also asked the same 880 people if the January 6th mostly peaceful protest against the vote fraud at the U.S. Capitol should, quote, be considered an insurrection that attempted to overthrow the government. 48%. Of the respondents said yes. 43% said no. See, this is frightening to me. This is the effect of propaganda. There were no weapons that were recovered from the Capitol that day. I don't know what gang of misfit boobs would go somewhere with the intent of overthrowing their leadership and storming the castle and not having any kind of weapon with them 48 percent have been conned into believing january 6th was something other than the setup that it was and that scares the liver out of me coming up on the wendy bell radio program the illegal and preemptive war against democracy you're gonna have to buckle up for this one coming up next I I don't think it's, I don't think there's a word that can explain my disdain, my disgust or disappointment with dirtbags. I just, I can't, I cannot fathom how we are honestly, we are all watching in real time the biggest scandal in U.S. political history. And these independent journalists have blown the lid on what I think a lot of people had suggested, had surmised over the last eight years or so, that there has been all-out warfare against candidate and then president and then candidate again, Donald Trump. But instead of winning at the ballot box, instead of giving it to the people to decide. This whole system has been corrupted. It has been stolen and manipulated. There's been interference. Uh, There has been espionage on a level I don't believe that we could possibly fathom. Uh, And it dates back years and years ago. That's why I implore you, if as you're putting the pieces of all of this together in your mind, as you digest the various stories, if you will, that get put out there. Democrats are long gamers. This isn't for tomorrow. This isn't even for the next election cycle. These people have like longitudinal ideas and they plan years, years in advance. I mean, think about when the, the 43, if I'm not mistaken, objectives of communism, Were read into the congressional record in 1963, I think it was. This is after the whole McCarthyism, rooting out communism in the government, et cetera, et cetera. Imagine 60 years later now how many advances these communists have made in infiltrating our government to completely reverse what our founding fathers had envisioned, what more than a million Americans have fought and died for. And this has always been a strategy. So when you wrap your mind around the idea that Barack Obama's CIA director, Brennan, had come up with a list of, of more than two dozen people in Donald Trump's orbit as a candidate for president, had come up with 26 people He wanted to dig up dirt on so that they could create a a hoax, creating the illusion that Donald Trump was a Russian spy, that he was an agent, that he was a traitor. And they could come up with nothing. In fact, whatever they created using other countries, other English speaking countries to help them come up with what they couldn't because they had to manufacture it. When you think about the depravity there and how desperate they were, Donald Trump poses a much greater threat to the establishment than I think most of us on the outside know. And it is my firm belief that he knows everything. And this is all the indictments, the criminal charges, the E. Jean Carrolls, the, the hit pieces on the, on the family, the digging into taxes, the trying to kneecap Donald Trump in his business, all of it is a desperate, desperate attempt to cover their butts because he's got the goods. So we were interested that last night, Michael Schellenberg, or no, excuse me, Matt Taibbi joined Jesse Waters on Fox. And the setup to the conversation with this independent journalist who's been working to break open this story about the CIA, spying on Trump and his associates to create a fake story that then the media happily ran with, and they impeached him over. I mean, it's just absolutely pre- preposterous. Mad Taibi joins Jesse Waters to talk, talk about, not only do they interfere. In our elections, the uniparty, the swamp, the establishment, whatever you call it. These are the people who created all of this mess, this Russian garbage surrounding Donald Trump. In audio soundbite number one, Jesse Waters sets up the story, talks about the Russia hoax, talks about the targeting of the associates to create this illusion that Donald Trump is an asset. Listen. Listen.
1: Last night, we brought you a bombshell report from journalists Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi that allege Obama's CIA not only was involved in the Russia hoax, they started it.
2: The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community,
1: including the CIA. According to this report, Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, asked our English-speaking allies to target the Trump campaign, handing these foreign intelligence agencies a target list of 26 Trump associates. These 26 Trump associates were to be bumped, meaning they would be approached by assets, bumped into, and these interactions and relationships would be reported to the FBI as suspicious. These were people the CIA considered easy marks, like, George Papadopoulos, 20-year-old. Foreign spies didn't discover evidence of Trump-Russia collusion and turn it over to the feds. Foreign spies were assigned by Obama's CIA (laughs) to create a false impression of collusion to trigger an FBI counterintelligence investigation.
3: It is a giant wrap-up smear. And the smear is a predetermined end. They have an ending that they're trying to achieve. Right? In this case... They wanted to impeach Trump. They wanted to derail Trump. They wanted to officially eliminate this guy, the outsider, the billionaire, the businessman, the media personality, the guy who had gotten so much traction, who blindsided them with his ability to relate to the American people who were tired of being abused and lied to by a terrible government. They failed in getting rid of Donald Trump, but they succeeded in their cover-up. Audio soundbite number two.
1: Obama's CIA worked with Hillary's foreign agents in London to hatch the hoax, which led to the FBI investigation, the illegal wiretapping, the Mike Flynn sting, and then when Trump caught wind of it, the Comey firing. And then Comey leaks the memos, which triggered the Mueller investigation. Now, the Mueller investigation was designed to cover up for Obama and Hillary and tee up impeachment. It failed on impeachment, but the cover up worked. Until now.
3: Now it's out in the open and they are freaking and they're freaking about this binder, right? We've talked about these materials. There was a House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence meeting, a hearing, a document that was produced. It was 10 to 15 pages long, we understand, that's part of this binder. Findings of how many people how deeply corrupt the Obama administration was, how deeply corrupt obviously Joe Biden's administration is, all of the various players in the in the whole idea of taking down Donald Trump. So this binder is apparently where it's quote, where is it? Jesse waters talks about that go
1: new reporting by Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger revealed that house investigators had discovered the root causes, but their investigation and all of their documents were confined to secure rooms in Langley. And when Trump was leaving office in those hectic final days, he attempted to declassify this material which started a battle between former CIA director Gina Haspel, the Department of Justice, and the National Archives. Their report says someone may have taken this binder of material exposing the entire intelligence community out of Langley. And it may have been what the FBI was looking for when they raided Mar-a-Lago.
3: So this binder apparently, Cassidy Hutchinson, you remember that name. She was, I think, Mark Meadows' right-hand woman as he was Donald Trump's chief of staff and apparently in Mark Meadows' office, was a safe. And they kept this binder in the safe. And I find it intriguing that the January 6th committee had Cassidy Hutchinson come in and ask all sorts of questions, not just about the allegations of Donald Trump lunging from inside the presidential limo for the steering wheel demanding to be taken to the Capitol on January 6th. They also asked her about the binder. And when did she see it last and did mark meadows leave the office on january 20th with it where could it have gone and now all of a sudden all of those interviews we know have been erased isn't that interesting This is the point where Matt Taibbi, one of the journalists who's broken this story about the CIA, is introduced by Jesse Waters. And Jesse asks him, hey, didn't John Durham, wasn't he supposed to look into all of this? Like, why did we spend millions of dollars and wait for this clown to come up with nothing? Listen.
1: We were told that this special counsel, Durham, was going to get to the bottom of it. Are you saying he missed this?
0: We were told that the Scope of the Durham investigation was limited um, to a few areas, and that uh, he wasn't looking at this particular direction. Uh, the information that we have, the investigation that was conducted by the House Permanent Select Committee on Investigations uh, of Intelligence, excuse me, um, what they found was a broad political espionage campaign, and there <sighs> were two main conclusions that are at the center of our uh, reports. One is that. At least 26 Trump aides and associates were improperly and without predication placed under surveillance in the election year of 2016. And the other one is that these same folks uh, cooked the intelligence uh, for the January 6, 2017 intelligence community assessment, saying that Russia uh, interfered to, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, conducted an influence campaign to help Donald Trump. Uh, It's a WMD style story. Boom. Uh, They suppressed dissenting opinions. And created a false narrative.
3: This is your government. This is your CIA. This is your FBI who rolls in heavy pre dawn hours to shake down a Catholic dude in front of his seven kids. This is dirty. But what comes next is, I believe, a fantastic smokescreen cover. Jesse Waters is going to ask Matt Taibbi, okay. So there's this binder. We hear it might be missing. We know that they're freaking out that Donald Trump has it, that when he wins re-election, he is going to declassify and make it public so everybody can see for themselves. What are you hearing about the binder, Mr. Taibbi? And what he says is going to be very, very interesting to you. And we're going to play that for you here in just a moment. And finally, he's going to be teasing part three, which comes up tomorrow. We have subscribed to Matt Taibbi or Michael Schellenberger's Substack, so you don't have to. Remember to, but you can because he's a great guy. Remember to join our Locals page where you'll get access to all of these story ideas and all the clickable links. Locals.com, Wendy Bell Radio. Quick timeout. when we come back. Where is that binder? Listen to uh, The Smokescreen next. So let's bounce back to Jesse Waters. He has independent journalist Matt Taibbi on his show. And I have to I have to say, he and Schellenberger, who both, I believe, skew Democrat, vote Democrat. I can only imagine uh, the education, the eye-opening, the aha moments along the way that they have experienced as Elon Musk made all of the Twitter files available to them and gave them unfettered access to click on whatever it was that they wanted. Me to see that perhaps the side that you were rooting for, you gravitated towards, was dirty. They all—they all are, right? This like the only thing I can surmise from all of this. These These people are playing like soap opera games that have real devastating consequences to we, the people. So let's talk about these top secret materials. Jesse Waters is going to ask Matt Taibbi, so what's up with the binder? Where is it? Who's got it? What's the story here? Of course, we all believe that as, of course, what sparked the raid at Mar-a-Lago, that Donald Trump has it, that there were multiple copies of it, and he certainly kept one. He was going to declassify all this information before he left office. Listen to the question
0: we heard multiple versions of what the binder is how many binders there are we heard there are as many as three um, but we do know a couple of concrete things we know that only a share of the hipsy investigation ever got out of course people are aware of the noon's memo uh, which led to the investigation of abuses of FISA. Uh, we also we know that there was a REPORT DONE INTO THE ORIGINS OF THAT INTELLIGENCE COMMUNITY ASSESSMENT WHICH SUPPOSEDLY NEVER LEFT A VAULT ON THE GROUNDS OF LANGLEY. THAT'S LIKE A 17 TO 20 PAGE REPORT THAT WAS CONFIRMED BY MULTIPLE SOURCES. Uh, APART FROM THAT, WE WERE TOLD THERE ARE uh, NUMEROUS OTHER INVESTIGATIVE MATERIALS THAT MAY OR MAY NOT BE THESE BINDERS THAT STORIES ARE REFERRING TO. Uh, But we know that there's a lot of stuff that didn't get out, that Mm. there was (laughs) that there were thousands of hours of investigation and their conclusions have not yet been declassified.
3: And guess who plans on doing so? So the final comment, and I think these last 14 seconds that Jesse Waters says is important because Joe Biden is not innocent and not. um, He can't say that he has not been involved in this political prosecution of Donald Trump with all these cases. Listen.
1: I am interested in your reporting that there is, I guess, heavily redacted FOIA documents that suggest that Joe Biden has been collaborating with the intelligence community to prosecute these federal cases against Donald Trump, and we'll see how that shakes out.
3: That is election interference, 100 percent. Who wants to go back in time with me? Here's Barack Obama 2020. As Donald Trump was saying, Leslie Stahl, pay attention no, Mr. President, this is 60 Minutes. They were spying on me, Leslie. No, no. Well, Barack Obama felt the need to come out and try to do this to disclaim or disprove that. And Listen and tell me how he did. Go.
2: The the allegations are so absurd that even Republican controlled committees, you know, looking into it, have dismissed them. And, you know, uh, Attorney General Barr uh, has dismissed them but you know th- this is uh, an example I think of a larger problem well two two larger problems uh, which don't get as much attention understandably when you've got high unemployment and a pandemic raging because it doesn't touch people's day-to-day lives but w- one of the central uh, uh, foundation stones of a democracy is the idea that you do not um, you do not allow the politicization of the criminal justice system, the intelligence system, the military. Right. That 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 is stuff that you keep out of politics. Mm.
0: That's former U.S. President Barack Obama there
3: calling Donald Trump's allegations that he interfered in the 2016 election as absurd. Oh, it was so absurd, in fact, that Don Lemming. Yes, I know his name is Lemming. He is a lemming. Don Lemming had to jump on the bandwagon. This is the problem with media that doesn't do any of its own independent fact checking. They do, don't do what Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi did. This is Don Lemming, 2018. Is this the origin of the baseless claims? No facts, zero. How do you like us now, Don?
2: Maybe the biggest lie of all. (laughs) Repeatedly, and with no facts to back him up, (laughs) making the outrageous claim that the so-called deep state spied on his campaign. He did it again today.
1: But I hope it's not true, but it looks like it is.
0: It's not true. It's a lie. Did the intelligence community spy on, on President Trump and his campaign? Uh, no, we did not. This is
2: not just an angry president popping off. This is a deliberate and coordinated effort to save his presidency, to cast doubt on the Russia investigation by repeating a lie, repeating it every chance he gets. And that repetition is a key part of, of the strategy here because if you hear him say the same thing over and over and over, it gets into your head. You may even start to wonder if there's some truth Listen to it.
1: this concerning new report accusing President <laughs> Obama's CIA of curating the 2016 Russia collusion hoax by asking foreign intelligence agencies to illegally
0: spy on the mm. Trump campaign. John Brennan had identified 26 Trump associates for the five eyes to target. A source confirmed that the IC had identified them as people to bump or make contact with or manipulate. They were targets of our own IC and law enforcement, targets for collection and Misinformation.
3: Yeah, that didn't age well there, Don. Isn't it truly remarkable when you hear the ego and the arrogance and the ignorance of these people who demand that we listen to what they say and believe them? What a shame. How predictable. Coming up, hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program. So if you didn't spend $10 to get into the Substack and read the next chapter of this blistering report about CIA of suck, we did. And we're going to read you these new developments coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.